When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Swamp Patrol, it's the Swamp Patrol. We are talking about big muscles and taking care of your body and your brain. You want to get real buff and look like a cock. Dr. Drew's penis is so huge it takes away all his circulation and he passes out when he gets a boner. He can't stay conscious because the size of his massive schwanz. Yeah. Wow. Hey, everyone. Does another episode. Mike. You no, no, never. Uh, another episode of the Swell Patrol. Stop, Find us. Stop. Before what? you give the intro. Yes. Did you have any idea what you were going to say when the music started? No. Okay. Just it took me time. by surprise that the music even started. But what took you by surprise was the whole of the Schwanz talk. That also that never takes me by surprise. Right. Whenever I'm around you, it's uh, your penis all, right, give all the, the time. Give the intro. Here we go. Uh, it's the Swole Patrol Podcast. Find us at Swole Patrol Pod and find me uh, on Twitter at Swole Patrol Pod. Find me at, at Mike Catherwood. Dr. Drew is at Dr. Drew, of course. And our faithful producer, the amazing Susan Pinsky at First Lady of Love. Truly really amazing. I don't um, think your mic's on, honey. You can find me uh, <laughs> here and there on Access Hollywood. Uh, at Access Live, and it's always nice to be there with those beautiful people, Kit and Natalie, uh, and of course the amazing Scott Evans. Uh, join the email list. Do it. This is really important. DrDrew.com. You could find out not only about the Swole Patrol podcast, you get all the updates you need, but then, of course, This Life, uh, the Adam and Drew pod, everything that goes on in the world of Dr. Drew, which is a lot, and it's all good content. DrDrew.com is where you need to go. Join the email list so you get the first updates and you stay on it. You stay on it. Yeah. Speaking of things that you want to stay on top of, your hydration. Hydrolyte is what you need to be into. Hydrolyte.com. That's H-Y-D-R-A-L-Y-T-E.com. Use the code DrDrew18. DrDrew18. D-R-D-R-E-W-18. Let me tell you, when it comes to electrolytes, Keeping yourself hydrated, really, truly hydrated, especially right now uh, when we're unseasonably hot here in Southern California. I don't know what it's like in the rest of the country, but it's 84 degrees today, and it's fucking almost November. It's ridiculous. Um, Weird. And if you're training at all, of course, everyone drink all the water you can, but you need to go the extra mile, especially if you're in a ketogenic diet, you're cutting your carbs. The last part of carb is hydrate, carbohydrates. If you're taking them away from yourself, you need the extra electrolytes and all that good stuff. And Hydrolyte is the best product on the market for that. So Hydrolyte.com. Two quick points. Two quick points. One is that people think that taking enough water is sufficient. Mm-hmm. And indeed, hydrate is about water. But in terms of restoring your volume, that is solute. So that is water with something in it, like sodium, potassium. Yes. Certain amount of glucose, uh, sometimes magnesium, calcium. But, but you have to have solute because your body generally just disposes of water very, very quickly. You, don't, you can't get ahead unless you add a, a, essentially a salt with it. And then hydrolyte is what you need to turn to. And the, and the well, there's doc- a sugar-free one too, the lemon flavor. Which I love. And the Dr. That's 18 thing is a little confusing. So you can go to hydrolyte.com slash Dr. Drew, then use the code Dr. Drew 18, or just click through on our banner at the website, Dr. Drew. Dot com and, and once you click through, you're automatically there, and you can use the code Dr. Drew18 to get 30% off. That we code is 30 – listen to well. me, 30% off. We're not talking about a little discount. 30, that's a third, mother efforts. <laughs> I, I, I want them – I want the I want the hydride little – I want them to just do those effervescent tablets everywhere because they are such – it's such an important product. Yeah. I, I, I've been talking about it for a long time. But anyway. I saved a man's life with it. I'm drinking it right now. It might now. be a little extreme, but I saved a guy's day. I, I have. I think I have. At Jason I, I Ellis's have, wedding, I saved Dave the Voice Boys's life with Hydrolyte. Right. I've kept people out of the hospital with it for sure. There you go. For sure. There you go. Also, fully endorsed by the Swole Patrol podcast and Doctor Drew himself is Heal dot com. When you're oh, yeah. sick, you yeah, have an injury, you need the, a pediatrician. You're on the fly. <laughs> you're you're just not in a in a place or a time when you can hustle yourself to urgent care. Get a real licensed board certified physician <laughs> to come to your home. It's heal.com. Do you hear me? 
Come to your home or office. You're doing what you need to do. You're keeping your life going. You don't need to interrupt it, have a little hiccup. You have a board-certified physician come to you. And you think people think it's going to be expensive. Your insurance covers it, uh, or it's $99. $90? $99? It's about Imagine $90. Imagine if we had that when our kids were playing football and they'd get like a sprain. Or what. Look, Forget playing were... football. How about when they were little and I would freak out about everything? Well, <laughs> you were a doctor. A... It was easy having you in the house. But, but to get a peer <clears> to come. But I always wanted a peer to come in and like reassure great me. great for kids. You yeah. know what I love it for? I have a hippie fucking wife who tries to solve everything with essential oils. <laughs> and it's always yeah. great when, every, when that fails, I can say, no. Doctors coming over to take no, care of this. No, <laughs> that's heal.com. For more information, visit heal.com slash drew. That's heal.com slash D R E W today. Get yourself get the an app, app on your phone. Sign yeah. up. No, it's a good thing. And I, I'm so happy to be a part of that. Dr. Drew is a huge penis. And that's all. Um, Today we are going to dive into the world of Q and A. Uh, I think it's a it's a good, good, good little break between the guests that we have. Nothing against guests. I always love talking to smart, educated people in the field of health and fitness. But man, uh, we're so lucky to do this show because we enjoy talking health and fitness and and lifting weights and everything about the world of fitness. Um, and there's actually people out there who who are supporting us and listening to us, and we love that, and we really do appreciate it. All of you, all of you have questions because we can't get to everything. So it's nice that we can field these questions today and uh, and kind of get to the to the nitty-gritty of what is bugging you or the questions you may have in said world and they can, of you health can, and You fitness. can call in or tweet or <clears throat> send – I guess we can't really send emails at this point. No, yeah. but uh, I, I, I fielded – I don't know, 50 questions via my DM on Instagram. Yeah, my my Twitter feed got filled up by just roaring conversations about uh, insulin resistance and optimal optimal fats and oh boy. Yeah, but don't overthink it, people. Yeah, it gets pretty – get, the, the, listen, the, the – and, and a lot of these people were scientists having this conversation, which is what scientists are supposed to do. They're supposed to challenge each other. You know, Karl Popper's idea that science is about disproving things – he wasn't wrong. That's what science is. It's disproving. Yeah. Things have to be disproven or at least attempts have to be made to disprove it. Then it gets reproven a number of times. Then you have something that's theoretical. Have you seen First Man? Not yet. You got it. Yeah, I want to. to be, you, you talking about science and the scientific process? Yeah. Oh, you're going to jerk off yeah. when you see it. Yeah, and, and I, I'm, I'm disturbed that we don't do enough of that in this world. That That's part of what the all the chaos is in, in you know, in the, 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 politics the, and the health and fitness world. Is ruined by anecdotal. Anecdotal. Well, it's, it's ruined by. Let me listen. Riddle me this. I think it's ruined by narratives because because yeah. biology is not a narrative. No, I mean, and we, people get ideological about it. Yeah, and we 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 can try to understand things with a narrative. It's sort of a model to help us understand. You know, weak brains like mine. But 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 it's ultimately probability equations. It's systems. You know, mathematical modeling that help us understand. You know, these molecules are flying around in some liquid essentially and what they do and how they form and what the enzymes do it's all probabilities they're not it's not like they're going a b c that essentially never happens right there's something some of them are going to be some of them are going down some other pathway some of them are doing nothing and you have to sort of understand that these are estimates these are these are estimates and by the way everyone i think one thing I, i'll tell you what mike that uh, I, I noticed just recently maybe it's all the elizabeth warren stuff that people have begun to have a in earnest sort of conversation about not just that this is a probability issue and it's not a narrative, but that our unique genetics come to bear on each of Absolutely. these. And that has not really been properly discussed, in my opinion. And so I, I'm hearing more of those conversations going on, which I think is, is very healthy it's, and makes it, makes it infinitely more complex. I'm not going to give people's names when I ask these questions. You can listen for your question. The reason I don't do that is because there's a chance we may pick on you. And I don't want to make <laughs> this about – I don't want to make this about – well, you know, if someone asks something completely dumb, you are very could very quickly be like, what's a molecule, you shithead? I, I, would ju- I would come with shit. I would jump on them, but I would not come with shit. So my point being is that uh, – we're we not don't want here. to shame anybody. Our, 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 our purpose is not to shame anybody. Yeah. But, uh, you know, if you ask a super – there's no such thing as a dumb question. Right. But it may be asked in a dumb way and we don't want to – this isn't about shaming people. The first question, I'm a caregiver for elderly, uh, for the elderly, and sometimes I work 11-hour days. Good for you, man. So very, very honorable uh, thing to do. Well, or first woman. tell him, make sure they're getting adequate protein. Get adequate Pro- protein. protein. Get adequate, no, no, get no, adequate no. hydrolyte. No, no, no. For the, yeah, for the elderly. Yeah. Well, that's a little dicier 
because some of them may have heart failure, some may have kidney issues. So I, I would say in that case, don't push too hard on the hydra. It's a different situation oh, than an otherwise healthy adult. Good thing there's a doctor uh, here. If, you, if they have leg edema, if they have heart failure, <laughs> if they have any kidney issues – or, or advanced liver problems, you're going to want to really kind of consult with a doctor about that. I get home sometimes after 11-hour days. I don't have time to cook. Any tips for healthy eating options so I can avoid eating out? Here's the thing. You just said, I get home from work and don't have time. Not true. You're at home. You're at home. It doesn't matter what time you get home. If you're at home, you have fucking time to no, cook. No, but Mike, I, I, I dig that. There, there's like... Like I have that stupid dry eye thing, and I've got to put compresses on my eye. I'm supposed to do five minutes. I'm lucky if I do two. Okay. And and I and I look for processed food as I'm running out, the, trying to get the hell out. Uh, I'll tell you my latest uh, <laughs> my latest habit has been the Onnit Elk Bars. Those are great. I, that's what my, I've got in the other room. I've got them right now. Yeah, but that's not going to make up a, a, a meal. Uh yeah. <sighs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Listen to me. You're. Anyone, if you want to take care of yourself for the long term, yeah, and you want, and I'm not shitting on on it, elk bars, which I'm a fan of, and I take them, I eat them. And by the way, I had an avocado with it. I'm a big fan of Dave, uh, not Dave Asprey, um, uh, Mark Sisson's primal bars. His protein bars are fantastic. Primal and, bars, yeah, and they have uh, collagen, right collagen protein, and different nuts, and uh, no primal additives. Bars. <laughs> um, those are those are fantastic. But what, what, what's that sounds carby. It's not. Okay. Um, uh, Primal's right in there. Right. Um, but if you are really wanting to take care of your health for the long term. And let me let me just throw one more thing in there about the uh, elk bars. They're expensive. Yes. They're insanely expensive. All right? these things are. And Mark Persistence Primal Bars are probably $4 a pop or something, oh. you know? Um, well, it's cheaper than a hamburger, I guess. Uh, it, it, It's a little worse, I think, actually. In the long term. Ooh, look at these. You're going to have to learn. Listen to me. Right, go ahead. In the long term, everyone needs to listen to this because we're all busy. Mm -hmm. We're not maybe 11-hour days busy, but we're all busy. you got to learn to suck it up, get out the Tupperware, make yourself some meals, okay? There's no excuse for a grown man or woman to be in their 30s, in their late 20s, not knowing how to cook. Well, everyone no, knows how to cook. He didn't say how. He didn't say he know how. He doesn't have time. Doesn't, no, so you, we all would, do. All right, so what should he do? What should he cook? Get yourself... Some chicken breasts, some yeah. lean sirloin, something that mm. is uh, a good, healthy source of protein. Why lean? Well, because <clears> – We're going to have this conversation now. Here's the thing. My, my take is if you're going to have to – you're everyone wants to watch their weight, okay? And I understand that the, the fats from, say, a ribeye yeah. are healthy fats. Yeah. The fats from uh, – uh, from See, there you go. There's, there's some healthy some made food right there. Turkey bacon. If you, if you want to – This is good, right? You like turkey bacon? I'm a fan. Okay. I mean, I'd rather have regular bacon. But well, I had that already. Um, <laughs> if you're if you're wanting to monitor your caloric intake, which everyone should, don't listen to anyone who says that there's no such thing as bad calorie. You know, there's good calories and bad calories. The truth is, there are calories. You want to watch your weight, you got to monitor calories. And if I have the choice of four ounces of sirloin versus or four ounces of fillet versus four ounces of ribeye, you're talking about a difference of 250, six, 300 calories at times. Mm -hmm. And day in and day out, that shit adds up. So if you want to, if you're, if you feel like you want to add in healthy fats, I do that. I do that. I eat the chicken breast, I eat the tuna, and I eat the lean sirloin. But then if I need to supplement, I add in fish oil, uh, a tablespoon of know? olive oil. You big coconut oil too. I, 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 I am. I'm a big fan of coconut oil for cooking. Mm. I'm not as much of a fan. See, I like to me the monounsaturated fats that come with avocado and olive oil, much more metabolically uh, beneficial to me. Um, and I think that there's a, overall a lot of health benefits to that. Um, beneficial to you in that you can see it, you feel it. I feel it, I see it, and and um, and, and again, because I'm not sure I get the same. Yeah, and uh, Drew, we've talked about this yeah. before. We we even alluded to it at the beginning of this podcast. Yeah. I think you know, genetically, we're different. We're different, and every one of us is. And I I think lit, uh, herit, your your ethnic heritage yeah. plays a big role. Absolutely. And so for me, things like olive oil and avocados, they just I just crush it, and it yeah. just feels great to me. Um, but my point, getting back to the point, get square away. The first thing you got to do when you're analyzing your diet, get your caloric intake set. What works for you? Are you trying to gain weight, lose weight, and what's your basal metabolic rate? Once you have that in, get your protein squared away. Okay. Once you have your protein squared away, well, what does it, that mean? It means you have to have the right amount of protein for what your goal is and what your body is. You're talking about protein calories. Protein. So, let's say Mike Catherwood works with 2,200 calories a day. Mm -hmm. That's where I'm at. 
Um, if I want to lose weight, I go to eighteen hundred. Uh-huh. I want to make hard. sure. Yeah, it's very hard. It's very hard. It's not easy. So I establish exactly how many, what percentage of that needs to be to uh, of those calories need to be uh, met by protein, which is for me one hundred and seventy grams. Okay. So 170 you've, you've done grams. All the calculations yeah. For yourself, 170 right? grams. You you once on this show gave a reference to a formula we should use, or somebody did. Hmm. Is there a website or something with these formulas? Lane Norton um, Lane, is a yeah. great guy to go to. Go to his website, biolane.com. I think he had it on there. I think and right. and here's the thing: people always say, "Oh, too much protein, too little." The bottom line is, protein is metabolically efficient and it keeps you full. And it, and it gets converted to sugar, and I believe very strongly that that's a, that's a differing rate of conversion for different people. Absolutely, uh, I, I'm not sure what's happening with me. I, I'm I I think it's I think my insulin. Mm, I'm not sure I get any real insulin spike when I start converting to sugars, but I start converting sugars pretty readily. I bet. Yeah. Pretty well, I know, it, which is kind of weird, right? Maybe it's the rate at which it's converted. The insulin doesn't really. Respond. It also has to do with the other macros you're taking in. You're eating yeah. a high fat diet. Yep. You know, you're going to need a lot less protein than someone who's eating a high carb, uh, low fat be, diet. Yes, but I, 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 you know, I eat a lot of protein. So get, establish your protein. Um, I for me one seventy. So one seventy times four. Uh, let me do the math here. Dragon Are these the bars? Protein? The peanut butter ones? No. The hell? There's the chocolate ones. Go to ones. go to Mark Sisson his website s s s i s s s o. They're all over the place here on yeah. Amazon. Is these? No, uh, that's not his. That's not oh. his company. That's not his Ew. brand. Um, establish your protein. Get you know it's four calories per gram of protein. Establish that, and then everything else from there you take away. You decide on your own. If you have you know another six hundred calories to work with, you have to divide that in between fat and protein how you see fit. This is not a one-size-fit-all thing. Diet is never a one-size-fit-all thing. I am not carb-phobic. I eat a shit ton of them. I do well. Some people, they go over 50, 60 grams of carbs, they fall asleep. My lifestyle, my genetics, my body, my gut biome, all of that just fits well with me. I eat 200 grams, 150 but, grams but of carbs. But you are compulsive about uh, I, you know, calculating what your needs are in a given yes. situation and then doing it. That that's not the average person. And it okay. And if you're talking about someone who's not going to go through all this, you work 11 hour days. Don't eat. Don't eat till you get home. Have one meal a day. It's fine. But make sure it's something. I can't sit here and say to you, well, you never have to cook. You don't have time to cook, so you're never going to have to do it. There's plenty of options in takeout that are going to fit that bill. It's, it's not true. Uh, you want to you want a magic bullet, and the reality is, is like once, twice a week, you want to go to Tender Greens. You want to stop by Whole Foods and just make yourself a salad or have them some pre made thing. Great, but the reality is, is long term something that's sustainable. You're going to have to suck it up and cook yourself some meals. Okay, high protein, high fiber. That's always the best. Uh, you know, kind of overall uh advice that I could give you for p- putting together healthy you know meals and keeping a sustainable healthy lifestyle. Thank you. Mark Sisson went to Williams when I was at Amherst, number one. There you go. Number two, I can't find his website. Uh, Google Mark Sisson. I did. Okay, go to Mark's Daily Apple then. Mark'sDailyApple.com. That did come up. All right, let's go to uh, the next question here. Hang Um, on. All right. I have a question here. Yeah. Is seltzer water better than mineral water? No. Or one better than the other? Yeah, mineral water is great because it has natural minerals. And natural minerals can be really beneficial – as, I mean, I, why Dr. Drew talked about it, hydrolyte at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, here's the deal. Not everybody has the ability to spend $3 a bottle on mineral water, which is reality. That you know? is the other piece of this. It, it, it gets expensive. Doesn't seltzer have salt in it, too? Well, well this, it's, okay. I think the person who asked that question is misstating. Seltzer, seltzer is not club soda. Seltzer has actual calories and content. If you order... Um, a, a, a vodka seltzer, you're going to get seltzer water, which is something different than club soda. Right. Club soda, go buy yourself some club soda. I drink club soda. I Like I said, I, I can't afford to uh, buy Perrier. Uh, San Pellegrino every single time I put fucking water in my mouth. Right. Um, club soda is fine. But if, you have, if you're asking the question, what's better, mineral water is better. Because there's no sugar or salt or whatever in it. Well, there is salt, but it's, uh, there's minerals. And minerals. Yeah. Um, SARMs, good, bad, or why? 
Here's my thing on SARMs. They're real big right, right now. Get, get, yeah, get into it to describe what this is and what we're talking about. This, uh, it, it comes in waves, SARMs, doesn't it? Yes. I feel like we're back in a new wave of that. Osterine, um, which is the biggest SARM. The, they've been this, shown in SARMs is selective androgenic something receptor, modula, receptor, receptor modulation. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're like kind of bootleg steroids. To, to That's not exactly what they are, but just for the but, but, average person but here's listening. Here's the thing. It, it, bottom line, everybody. It doesn't matter where the biological, physiological agent comes from or what it does. If it's pharmacologically active, yes. you're taking a drug. Yes. I don't care if you're chewing on a leaf. I don't care what you're doing. So if I'm going to break it down good, bad, and why, I'm going to say bad because there's very, very little, if not zero, long-term studies on what SARMs do to your fucking body. Yep. Now, there's extensive, ample, conclusive Long-term studies on what anabolic steroids do to your body. Yeah, if you're gonna do it, fucking do steroids. I, and I'm also, not, also steroids you can kind of dial in. Yes, a little bit. Yeah, and and listen, I'm not on here promoting steroids. What I'm saying is, if you're gonna go to the store and spend a hundred dollars on SARMs, or if you're gonna order them from some peptide warehouse, what are you doing? What are you trying to avoid big bad steroids? You fuck. You're playing with your hormonal system anyway. Why not just do it with something that's been proven to be safe? Well, in 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 you know responsible use, nah. but we just don't know what SARMs do. At, at least we at least we understand the range of difficulties. You Absolutely, we understand the range of difficulty. I can't I can't find the ball, <laughs> Drew. I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I texted you a couple of questions from the Facebook feed. Oh, good. I like that, to Mike. I have a question. Hi, Facebook. Thank you for joining us. Should I send them to you, Drew, instead? Sure, whatever. What's your guys' take on heart rate variability and how it relates to recovery? I think heart rate variability is one of the biggest breakthroughs in athletic performance. Now, if you uh, if you are someone who just what was the question again? Heart rate variability and how it relates to recovery. Things recovery. like Whoop, okay. which is a, an app, and yeah. things that, that yeah, Does it depends what we're recovering from here, right? Yes. Yeah. Now, here's my point. If you are an MMA fighter, if you are a professional foot uh, or college football player or uh, high school um, wrestler, it, it, my point being, if you're someone who's really taxing your system, you're not just the average. You're not not just uh, Mike Catherwood, who's uh, I train. You know, I go to the gym three days a week and I do Muay Thai and Jiu Jitsu for. So I'm working out six days a week, but it's for an hour, hour and a half at a time. I eat right, the whole thing. I can kind of feel. When I'm under the weather or might not be up to it, I can dial it back. If you're a real athlete that's working to push the competitive edge very far, something like HRV is really, really useful. And yes, it can give you some insight into days when you need to not train so hard. Uh, athletes are competitive by nature. They always want to push harder. Every guy and gal that's in competitive in athletics is trying so hard to get the edge and go far, harder, harder. And there's this American idea that the harder you work, the better things are, which in time, in many ways is true. But we also know that recovery is is paramount to your actual long-term success. Monitoring your heart rate variability is a very, very good, effective way to gauge when you need to dial it back a little bit because uh, – most of us don't do that. We don't dial it back. Oh, this is a great question. Yes. Can I get it for you? Absolutely. Okay. I've been using nicotine lozenges during my workout as a stimulant. Yes. Is there anything I should be concerned with? Is this the first time we've dealt with this for real, head on? Um, not necessarily because I'm, I'm a big fan. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a cautiously giant fan. Yeah. Now, so here's the big misconception that I, I have fights with cardiologists about this. They They – Nicotine is relatively harmless. Do we agree on that? Yeah. Tobacco is freaking deadly. Yeah. To, they hook you to tobacco with nicotine. If they took the nicotine out of tobacco, you wouldn't be interested in using it. But you take the nicotine out of the tobacco, it's harmless. Right. Presumably. Now, you can take excessive amounts and give yourself a cardiac arrhythmia and you can do some stuff. If you have underlying heart disease, look, all of this stuff is with caution. If you know, get. If you're a um, you know a male in his fifties or a smoky male or female in your forties, get up on a treadmill and get a proper cardiac screening before you even do any of the stuff we're talking about here today. But in terms of an otherwise healthy young male or female who's using nicotine as a as some sort of what should we call it? Important performance <clears throat> enhancer, metabolic aid, Metab- okay, performance so, enhancement. All right, so those are the uh, two um, cognitive 
aid. Right, but that but that tends to go away with time because because it, you get tolerant to it. Okay. Yes, so, but it does. It, it, now, either way, the way, there's plenty of writers out there who yeah, will tell you. Right you know, now, this they need is their coffee now, and cigarette. Cigarette, right? So, but you, but you know, a snooze or, or or a lozenge or a gum will do the same. Correct. So you know, I'm guilty of coffee, right? And now we are not talking about adolescents. The adolescent developing brain, and I would say up to certainly 22, 23, age 23, let's say, just for the sake of argument, you can change the nicotinic receptors in the brain in a permanent way that can kind of – I'm not sure it's a good thing. So so this is now for adults and beyond and not adults with heart disease. So it's a somewhat narrow – I'm trying to narrow the spectrum a little bit, keep, keep the wrist down. But it will improve your muscle performance. Yep. How? Um, I believe there is I, – I, I personally believe this is based on no science. I hope you can back it up with some mm-hmm. – that the cognitive benefit aids in firing of neurons and things to help you get that extra rep or get whatever it needs to be in the same way that like acetyl-L-carnitine might help. Uh, ooh, these are a little different biologies but similar and I, I, I think nicotine may have more global effects than just that nicotinic receptor on muscle. I'll tell you. I'm a nicotine fan. I take it daily. What it do does do, for me is do do cognitive for benefit. Do you do it for workout? I do. What do you do? I just have a snooze in my throat. What's a snooze? A snooze is like a little package of nicotine. Huh. It's a little, little, little tea packets. Like oh yeah. This. Why and don't you choose the gum? Um, let me tell you why. Or the lozenges. They have you know because the I, I'm not a big fan. I I'm not some of the guys who say it's going to give you cancer and you die. I'm not a big fan of artificial sweeteners. So if I chew the gum, I chew the gum gum that has no artificial sweetener in it, oh, and it, it tastes, tastes like, like my cock. It tastes like hell. It tastes like my ball meat. That's and, all sweet though. And uh, <laughs> and um, so I get these snooses from. I've never seen that look out of her face. So I get these snooses <laughs> from uh, from from Sweden, and they're pure nicotine. There's yeah. no additives. No, put, it's like a, it's like a it's chew. like chewing dip. Yeah, and I put it right in between yeah. my lip. And how long do you keep it there? Uh, till uh, till the flavor goes away. Okay. You know, maybe thirty minutes. Right. You do it once a day. Uh, I do it when I need it. If I'm gonna go, so you never have craving for it. And here's the thing. This is what I want to say. I'm a drug addict to my core. I'm yep. the biggest addict there is. Mm. I had a snooze on the way over here. I have no problem not having one right now. It's not like I'm needing but, to but, run back but, to my car in like, between. But but you but that's different than do you have cravings? No. Okay. Because nicotine can cause cravings and yeah. preoccupations and stuff. Okay, that's good. Uh, so that's muscle performance. Then you've talked cognitive clarity. Cognitive now, clarity and appetite suppression. Well, that's what I was going to go to next. It is one of the best appetite suppressants there is. Yeah. That's not a, a amphetamine. Right. I mean, it's really a very good appetite suppressant. So, you know, I almost feel like if we are – no, I do feel like if we are going to get serious about the obesity epidemic, we should be getting serious about pharmacology for it. And nicotine is a high – a prime candidate is pharmacology. Now, I'm not saying go take nicotine if you're obese. I'm saying discuss it with your doctor. Look into it. This is a dr- grotesquely under-discussed and underutilized yeah. potential for helping people. Yeah. So we're not saying, hey, go do nicotine or not. It's but so there's weird. We a, moralize it's, about everything. It's Think not about as God. deleterious as some people like to make it seem because people associate it with cigarettes. Exactly. And so it's we go, not. Oh, it's bad. Yeah. So uh, no, cigarettes, bad. Marijuana, bad. Heroin, bad. No, no. These are just molecules, and they have utility in certain circumstances, and they are bad in certain circumstances. But it's not the molecule's fault. We have to take a break. All right. We've got to take a quick break. Plenty of great questions on the way. This is the Swole Patrol Pod. Hydrolyte is the best rehydration product I have ever seen. I, for quite some time, was planning to invent something like this. I just kept saying, we should be able to put a fizzy tablet in a bottle of water, and it would have enough solute, we call it. Because water is not enough. You need you need something in it, sort of a salt-like solution and electrolyte replacement. I think most people know that, but they don't know that most sports springs don't provide that. And they do provide way more glucose than uh, hydrolyte. So what you need is hydrolyte to do it better than any of the sports drinks. In fact, hydrolyte comes in great flavors, orange berry and lemonade. It's available on a pre-mixed drink or a powder. Of course, I like those effervescence tablets because that's what I imagined. And they're easier to cart around. And boy, you can get rehydrated right away. Just drop it in a glass of water. Compared to sports drinks, Hydrolyte delivers up to four times the electrolytes with 75% less sugar. You understand? That's that's the difference. Hydrolyte solutions are appropriate for all ages. And each bottle or package includes easy-to-follow dosing instructions. You can find Hydrolyte at Rite Aid or Hydrolyte.com slash Dr. Drew. Again, hydrolite.com slash drdrw. And for a limited time, our listeners save 30% on Hydrolite. Just click through the banner on my website. Use the code Dr. Drew 18 at checkout. That is drdrw18 at checkout. So 
Either go to my website and use that code or go to hydrolite.com slash drdrew and use the code drdrew18. All right. Welcome back to the Swole Patrol. We're doing a little Q&A. Here's hey, I'm going to correct two things in that last uh, little commercial. Um, it's confusing the hydrolite you know, slash Dr. Drew, Dr. Drew 18 to check out. It's okay. different things. Okay. And, um, just click on the banner. And, and Dr. <clears throat> Drew 18 to check out. Question for tomorrow's podcast, if you can help point me in the right direction. For the last six months, I've been doing Jim Wendler's 531 after I heard about it on your podcast, and my numbers have increased a great deal. Numbers? What, what's, what does he mean, numbers? Lifting. Okay. Now I'm looking to focus a little more on isolation and quote-unquote bodybuilding. Is there a specific per program or person you might recommend to look into? Thanks again. Great oh, information. Gosh, you don't, I have a very distinct bias on this. Well, here's my point. What does that mean, focus a little bit more on isolation? You don't need to. If you oh, want, if I disagree. If you I, want to, if you want to focus on body composition, continue lifting the way you're lifting, and start eating differently. That's the difference. That helps. That's true. But I doesn't know, help. It's all there is know, to it. I cut my teeth and was reared by Bill Pearl. Okay. And Bill Pearl's whole thing was heavy, just yeah. like he was doing, and then bring it in, bring it into a highly concentrated, lower weight, increased intensity. But he he'd do it in the same workout. He would say, you know, do the five three one or whatever, do some sort of power movement. Arms are a perfect example. Uh, well, arms are tough. Uh, I guess let's just start stop by it. Let's start by Listen to me. So a heavy barbell versus a, a concentrated dumbbell. Yes. Okay, that's yeah, all. That's it. stop it. It's not true. You don't look at Flex Magazine and say, well. These guys are bodybuilders, and they do a bunch of isolation movements, so I need to transfer into oh, that. Oh, that's different. The real deal <laughs> is that for a natural lifter, someone who is is uh, focusing three to four days a week on concentrated, progressive, linear progression, mm-hmm. you are fine if you want to tighten up. You don't need to change to more isolation movements. You need to eat differently. You need to be in a caloric deficit, not a big one. Start with 500 calories, see how it works. But the problem is five hundred calories less. Yes. Yeah. If you want to lose body fat, you gotta have, you gotta be in a caloric deficit. The end. Um. Yeah, but as as Vinny Tortorich would say, the only time he's ever seen somebody able to tolerate that and sustain that is with the no carb, no grain, no sugar, no grain. That's yeah. his. That's his clinical experience as an. You know, that, the only time he's ever been able to see that sustain sustain people, and except for everyone who steps on a bodybuilding comp into a, on stage. Well, those are those are different people. My point being is that. Yes, Those for not, the average yeah. Joe, it's way more palatable. It's way more sustainable to follow a low carb diet and get leaner. That's that's totally true. Vinny's right, and I'm a big proponent of no grains, no sugar. Okay, and yeah. Vinny, Vinny's ideas of no s, no NSNG are awesome. I'm not trying to steer people away, but this notion that you can't get ripped without going low carb. Oh, oh, let's yeah. let's no, all no, no. stop it for a well, second because we're about to meet in the, in the next podcast. Yeah. Guy eats like three hundred fifty grams a day yeah. and he's fucking shredded. But but listen, the the I think the the psych. I'm trying to think of the word, but what what people really mean the true meaning behind you, the only way you can do it is with no carbs is the only way people practically that aren't bodybuilders get it done yes. is that way. Sustainability so, is yeah. a huge factor to dieting that a lot yeah. of people overlook. Yeah. And I will tell you firsthand that if you want if you're just the average guy who or gal who wants to look better and have a healthy lifestyle, a lower carb, higher fat diet is probably best for you. Okay? Now if you're listening and you compete in athletics in any way outside of endurance athletes Except endurance athletes. Except endurance. If you're listening, you run marathons, you do uh, triathlons even, you can have a tremendous amount of success, even, their studies have shown, even improved performance doing a high-fat, low-carb diet. Now, if you do anything fast-twitch, this is not for you. Anything explosive. You run sprints, you're a football player, you're an MMA fighter, you're uh, even, even baseball players You have to swing a bat quickly. This is not an ideal situation. Hey, let me tell you this. Uh, so I'm sort of ketotic, fat metabolizing right yeah. now, and my strength is up, right? Yeah. Um, but I, f- yeah, but you're not doing Olympic lifts. No, hold on. Well, I'm doing those movements. I'm just not doing that as heavy. I'm doing as heavy as I can tolerate. Yeah, my you're stomach. not doing explosive lifting. You're not doing it. Okay. You're not doing cleans. You're Correct. not doing That's snatches. But, my but point I'm doing, being, but I understand what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But but what I want to I want to just say something, and you, I want you to interpret it. What's a snatch? <laughs> you got one between your legs on it. 
It's, I know it's that. It's, it's an Olympic match. Anything explosive, super explosive. Okay, uh, yeah. creatine is snatch over the head or is it, is it the snatch? Is the one where you catch it over your head? Yes, clean as well. Clean snatch is what he's saying. Yeah, I'm a big fan of clean snatch. So uh, what what I've noticed though is the performance is there, but fatigue throughout the day. Yeah. Mm. So that's because I'm not taking. I mean, I'm I'm trying to figure out how to solve well, that one. That, listen, the only way to solve that if you want to stay on a low carb diet is to do it for a long period of time. Do the low carb for a long yeah. period of time. Well, I'm in it now, but I'm noticing I'm probably six months in, right? Since you recommended this to me. The, the, yeah, but you've had intermittent bursts of carbohydrate intake. Oh, very little though. You'd okay. be surprised. I've been I've been really good. Six months, you should I, be I tell at you what a point where you're starting to see excess protein intake. What you're starting, what you should be starting to see at six months, is that transition to where you're feeling even more energized. That will happen when you make that metabolic shift to being preferred now, fat burner. Now, let me let me make sure you heard me. I take excess protein periodically. Yeah. So that is the same as taking. Yeah, carbs, but you're but you're you're lifting heavy. I mean, yeah. you yeah. know, you're in a different setup than someone who's doing a traditional medical ketogenic diet, which is. Like eighty five percent fat. Yeah, I can't. You know? I can't do that. I just can't find enough fat that I that I want to eat. Somebody gave me a little a little um, uh, tip yesterday or a couple of days ago that coconut oil and almond bu- butter, yeah, mixed together, yeah, and put in the refrigerator or freezer or something. I only told you that seventy times before. How do you tell me how you do that? How how what fifty fifty almond butter? You bring? do it to how you prefer. How you, what's your taste? Uh, and just mix it in a bowl and then put it in an ice cube tray. Coconut, coconut cream's a million times better. Oh, coconut cream. Coconut cream's a million times better. Tasting. And, and just useful and, and tasting and, and... There's coconut cream and then there's that coconut sort of... It's, it's coconut a, mana. Coconut yeah. mana's great. Okay. Coconut, that's coconut butter. Okay. And coconut mana, coconut butter, same thing. That is... That's mana, quote, part of the pun, mana from heaven, okay. if you're on a low-carb and, and mix that with, with the, the peanut butter. You just mix it in a bowl and put it in an ice cube tray I get something? swerve. Which is a artifi- uh, a natural artificial sweetener. It's a mixture yeah. of erythritol and monk fruit. Okay, Swerve. It's a great product. Yep. Yep. Uh, I put a couple tablespoons of that in almond butter, and then I put in about a half a can of coconut cream. You could do about two or three tablespoons of coconut mana instead. Mix it together. Put that shit in the fridge, not the freezer. I put it in the fridge. And you then, put it like you put it in a bowl, or you put it like an yeah, ice cream tray? I just put it in a bowl with like and you just scoop it out, and, and I just eat it, it like a like a snack. That's my new thing. Um, all right, next question: What do you guys think of CrossFit and what they're doing with CrossFit Health? We've had this conversation a bunch of times, haven't we? Yeah. Listen, Why does that keep coming up? Because people love it. Well, good, and people then, hate it. Oh, you know, all right. Well, if they love it, good, do it. They missed the last show. I think CrossFit is silly. It's um, not my thing, that's for sure. <laughs> I think it's silly. I think the idea of having competition of exercise is. <clears throat> Downright silly. But what I do think is great about CrossFit is it gets people who otherwise wouldn't be motivated to train right. very hard to right. train very hard. Th- that's, and if you're willing – That is the trick in training. Yeah. See, for you and I, we like doing what yes. we do. A lot of people hate this. I just can't I, – I don't agree with the programming of CrossFit. I think it's too ad hoc, too willy-nilly. I don't agree with the injury, uh, oh, yeah. how, how injurious injury, it is. Injury prone. Um, yes. Every guy I know who does CrossFit is fucked all the time. Bad shoulders, bad knees, mm-hmm. lower back is in pain. Because you're not supposed to be doing things like cleans for high reps. Um, you're not supposed to be snatching for, for, for time. You're not supposed to be doing a deadlift for time. Mm-hmm. You know, these are things that you're supposed to take four, three, four-minute breaks in between Speaking each rep. Speaking of which, I, I was on the road this week, and I did, had a really what I thought was a good workout on before I flew Friday night. Yeah. And um, – but man, I pushed hard and fast, and I was destroyed yeah. the rest of the day. Destroyed. But there's there's exercise there's exercise protocols that are designed to be done quick and fast. I I, I understand. That, I've but, I my, doing, but I did deadlifts amongst the heavier lifting I was doing. It was not good. I've gotten my workout down to twenty minutes at the most. Um, hey, somebody's asking about lumbar stenosis, spinal stenosis, okay, uh, and. I guess it depends on the age of the person and the actual mechanics of what the lumbar stenosis is due to. Do you have disc disease? Do you have, you know, just strictly an arthritic phenomenon? Is there ossification? I mean, there's so many different things that go on in lumbar stenosis. If you're an old person with lumbar spinal stenosis, uh, I would consult a physical therapist. I really would, wouldn't you? Because uh, yes, yeah. yeah. So talk to a doctor. Get a real. Well, Evaluation. I, I, I'm not sure physicians are equipped even. To, no, but they can they can prescribe you a, a protocol of physical therapy that can be yeah. real. If you're an adult, male or female, here's the problem though, Drew. Yeah, you can say go straight to a physical therapist. Yeah. Fine, 
But how do you how do you know you don't have a serious injury that you're not oh, overlooking? Oh, I'm That's assuming it's somebody properly diagnosed. I'm yes. assuming he's saying Far I've been diagnosed. Too many, no, no, no. This is oh, like no. I see these guys in jujitsu and in, in CrossFit all the time. They get a nagging pain in their lower back, and they're like, "Well, I I, I just got a pain in my lower back." I was like, "You don't even fucking hernia or something. You don't know. You don't know what's going on. Yeah. Get it checked out. Then if it's just proceed. you have a, a a bulging disc or something, good, go proceed." Um, Swole Patrol question: What about a water fast? I'm a fat guy. Uh, 285 pound old power lifter. Hmm. Need to get down to 240. I did five days once and was fine. Thinking about 30. Doctor Fung says it's okay. No discipline for regular diet. Okay. Okay. Here's my (laughs) no discipline for a regular diet. But you can do a 30 day water fast. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) I can't do a 30 day water fast. No one has dis. Listen, former fat, former power lifter, fat guy. No one has discipline for a regular diet. No, it's not natural to not eat stuff that tastes good to you, to not eat more than you want. That's what we all do. We're fucking humans, and we're designed to well, live. But here's the deal. Why doesn't he use nicotine if he's really obese? Get some nicotine. Talk to your doctor Get some nicotine gum. Oh, wow. Get some I'm nicotine get gum. Some Drink some coffee. Buckle down. Fucking do a diet, okay? Seriously. If you're 285 pounds and you're a former powerlifter, you're obviously not going to be going running some sprints. Do a ketogenic diet. It'll be manna from heaven for you. I, I'm, I'm telling you, this low-carb thing has been astonishing. The, you sound like the type of guy that it would be perfect yeah. for. You can continue to lift. You can continue to live your lifestyle. You might be a little bummed for four or five days. Buy some it'll, Tupperware. It'll just get 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 it through your – it's not that hard. You don't need that much discipline to not get a bun at In-N-Out, okay? I, I sent three uh, – I know. I'm reading them. I, that's why I apologize. I'm not looking – I'm not ignoring the Facebook feed. I'm ignoring, but what – okay, medically, Drew, yeah. what, about, what about a water fast? People do live – I mean, there was that one study where the guy did a whole year on fucking water. That's it? And he lived. And he yeah. lived and he lost a lot of weight and his markers for health were all right. Well, we can tolerate much more fasting than we think we can. Yeah. Bottom line. Bottom line. And I, I just, you know, what all the data consistently shows is these extreme of fasts don't work in the long term. Unless right? you use hydrolyte. <laughs> the bottom line is. Selling product. Yeah, no. I, I, the bottom line is there's a reason we're advocating these other kinds of diets, right? I mean, as again, I hate to fall on Vinny's personal experience as a trainer. But it just doesn't. In fact, you know the, what the dietitians will tell you is that if you go on these extreme diets, that you tend up to quickly go, well, eventually go back and then rebound above mm-hmm. what your original body True. weight even was. That's just statistically. That's just the research suggests that for you individually. Maybe it's the only way you can do it. Maybe it works better. I doubt it. I, I, I doubt it. Um, this is an, a, a serious <clears throat> question. It's a dumb question, but it's very serious. And I'm glad he brought it up because I want There are wanted... no dumb questions. There are no dumb questions, but this is kind of dumb. Um, <clears throat> well, this is why it's dumb. It's 350 words with zero punctuation. Oh. So stop it. Oh, that's hard. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a post. A what are you going to do? Give us a I eat mostly clean. No, you don't. There's, that's meaningless. The word I eat clean is meaningless. Those what, are meaningless what comments. Does that, what do people mean when they say that even? Exactly. I don't fucking I think, know. I think, I think they mean I don't eat processed food. Yeah, well, you do. Uh, we uh, listen. Stop. Listen. The people who look, write look processed food. Exactly. You have some cheese. To, you have yeah. the turkey bacon. bacon's processed. Yeah. Um. You, you, the, I eat clean means nothing. Okay. It's a meaningless statement. Stop it, people. It's like saying I worked my core. Um. <laughs> uh, I've been uh, lost twenty pounds. I eat mostly clean. No, you don't. Fast well, food. One, her. Fast is, is food. Her? Fast food once, maybe twice a week, but even then, it's Chick Fil A grilled, never deep fried. Okay, like that's my point. Is you're not eating clean. Um, I'm five five two twenty. FYI, this is no BS. I used to smoke a lot of meth from fourteen to twenty. I've been clean almost nine years. I have a family that looks up to me. I'm not looking for a handout. I just need to be pointed in the right direction. I'm afraid my drug abuse has permanently damaged my digestive or metab- metabolism oh, since I was so young. That's interesting. It didn't. It may have permanently altered his brain chemistry, though, and that absolutely may, and that may be what he's experiencing hey. as gut. You know what I mean? It can change Drew, everything. Then Drew, yeah, I got clean in two thousand two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. No one smokes more fucking stimulants than I did. I got clean in two thousand two. By two thousand four, I was in professional. I was in fucking on competing in bodybuilding competition. I understand. Okay, so you're fine. Don't blame it on the meth. Right, I would agree with that. Okay. And, and, and to the extent that there's something going on, you should be able to find a solution to that. Now, 
Have you all permanently altered your brain? Yes. Maybe. Probably. Especially probably. if you're using from 14 to 20. Yeah. Especially. Probably. And it can and and some of that reflects in gut neurochemistry as well. So okay, you're having some symptomatology, but you should be able to overcome this. Very good thing. question here. What are your opinions on doctor prescribed testosterone injections? I'm a huge fan. I am a cautious fan. Okay. I would love to do it myself. I do not. Yeah, stop. You know you're a fucking outlier, so why do you even bring that in? Well, because it's, it proves the point, which is I have prostate cancer, so I'm fearful of triggering something right. somewhere. But if you didn't have fucking prostate I, I, cancer, I would do it. I okay. Would do it. And I'm assuming this I'm guy cautious. asking the question. I'm just saying that's why I'm a cautious supporter. And if I were somebody with vascular disease too, that I have a bad family history of vascular disease, so it makes me a little. But I, I would be sure to keep the levels. Well within physiological that's range. That goes without saying, Dr. Drew. Yeah. If it's prescribed by a doctor, well, but Mike, no doctor is no, giving more Mike, than 500 milligrams to 1,000 milligrams Mike, every two weeks. But some people have profound spikes with that. And what is some given individual's physiologic range is extremely difficult to, to But if it's predict. doctor prescribed, I, you're saying, doing the blood work, you're getting saying, your results. If I were prescribing it, it would be hard for me to really diet it. We don't really know exactly what the physiologic range is. Listen, I, I, as part of my prostate cancer follow-up, I have my, my, my free testosterone test all the time. And I fluctuate between 400 and 800. Yeah. What's my normal range? I don't know. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, yeah, so but you know. here's the thing. People are scared away from any type of anabolic or androgenic because of – the excessive because use. of fake news yeah. and, and the because excessive of use. Mark McGuire and yeah. and fucking Ronnie Coleman and people who use th- a thousand milligrams a day. Mm-hmm. So stop. It. How much were you using at your worst? Testosterone? Me, thousand milligrams a week, but with probably thousand milligrams of Trend and Deca a week. Oh, I thought you were doing something every day. I would. Well, I would inject the. Uh, I would inject the uh, the Trenbolone three times a week, and I would okay. inject the testosterone twice a week on the other day. I would okay. inject the. Uh, I would take Dianabol every day. And, and so, people that sounds crazy to people compared to what somebody else oh, do, it's nothing. Don't even get me started. It's nothing. Hey, Drew, we have a caller. Let's do it. I can't pull it up here. I'm gonna let. Okay, Nate let's do let Nate it. do it. Here we are. What's the name? Hello. Yes. Hi, Sharon. Turn us down. Hi, there. I'm turn Sharon. Us, turn us down on the Facebook. I'm Sharon there. Quill from Portland, Oregon. Do you have I'm a brother Native named American. Nye? Uh-uh. Nye Quill. No, Go ahead, Sharon. Know. Tell her to turn her uh, Facebook. Will you turn your Facebook off. down because we're hearing ourselves feeding back there. Just put. Okay. Well, I was wondering about um, what can people do to cleanse their kidneys and livers. I'm seeing so much of my uh, Native American friends coming up with kidney failure. Okay, well, there, there's, or, no, there's no such that, thing. Look, listen, there's don't no, drink. There's no, right. there's no such thing as a cleanse. That, that is not a meaningful term in physiology or medicine. So what can you do to reduce your risk of kidney disease? Well, A, blood pressure control. B, if you get diabetes, don't get diabetes, but if you do – have it properly and carefully treated, tight glucose management. Number three, one of the dreaded complications of alcoholic liver disease is kidney shutdown. Number four, there are there are sort of other categories of kidney failure, glomerulonephritis, interstitial kidney disease, and these things can be affected by medication and other substances. So you want to limit your exposure to everything possible. But as Mike said, don't drink, control your blood pressure, Control the diabetes. Those are the main things to protect kidney. Cleanse, of course, adequate fluids, hydrolyte, all that stuff, of course. But that that is not a cleanse, and that will not protect you from kidney disease. Does that, does that make sense, what I've said? Mike? Mike, does Okay, that make, yes. my big thing is I drink a lot of Diet Pepsi every day. Is that bad? Yeah, but yeah. it's not, it's not going to kill you. But it's I not drink good. a lot of Diet Coke. It's, I a always say, I say okay. with uh, with diet. So does Donald Trump, by the way. Diet soda or artificial sweeteners in general. It's like having sex with a hooker. It's not. It's not good. It's not the best thing you can do. It's for not yourself. the best thing you can do for yourself. But if you do it free infrequently, really, what's the what's the harm? That's exactly how I feel about it. It's Coke addiction. Yeah, it's Coca Cola okay. addiction. Good point. It's like good having point. Sex Thank with you. All right, but uh, listen. In general, uh, in general, it my, doesn't help you with your diet. My wife's about to dig a dig a giant hole. Let's hear okay. her out. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's just so funny because I'm always like, drink water. You shouldn't drink as much Coke. I feel like. I feel like it's bad for you. See what she's telling like you. She, she says the same thing about prostitutes. I don't don't 
prostitutes all the time. It's like, <laughs> just don't do that. Uh, another good question. I don't dig it. <laughs> I think it's a useful question for a lot of people listening. My health fitness question, what advice do you have for skinny guys looking to get jacked? Dirty bulk for a few months, hypertrophy-based programming, and then cut? Uh, love Swole Patrol. There I started guys, German volume training because of your recommendation. That's a good, that's a good recommendation. Absolutely. A great but there are guys that have to eat excessive amounts of yes. calorie to, in order to build up, and they will not lay down adipose. It's a weird thing, Mike. Yes. That's a genetic thing, and he may be one of those guys. If you're naturally really skinny, if you're one of those people who you feel like you can't eat enough, um, my always my, one of the things that I found to be super-duper helpful and really work. Always, always red meat with always, always the fattiest cut you can get. Ribeye's yeah. the pr- preferred one. Yeah. Um, and only drink whole milk. Well, and the other thing, I, I trained with a guy who was like that for a while. And uh, I just, he would always complain. I, oh, I can't eat. I get nauseated. I said, you know what? You should be nauseated all the time. Yeah. If you're not nauseated all the time, you're not going to gain muscle. And the guy jacked up. And if he, if he spent two days not nauseated, Back down again. Here's another <laughs> it thing, was though. Crazy. This is not all of you listening. Yeah. Because it's a rare genetic. Y- y- we all know the people that really cannot gain weight. They try real hard. If you're just someone who wants to get big, this is terrible advice. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Martin Burkan just put out his book, uh, The Lean Gains oh. Method. If you're really looking to make positive body composition changes, you want to get big and strong, you want to be buff, but, but you also want to remain lean, but Martin Burkan's book, the, the lean gains method, go get it and follow it to a T, okay? It's not about I'm going to have a bucket of KFC every day and I'm just going to gain weight because then you'll just end up being a fat guy forever. Right. Trust me. You'll never get down to right. lean out. It's true. Stop it. Thank you. Yeah. All right, and we will uh, see you guys later. Thanks Suck for my joining balls. us. Suck my balls. <laughs> okay. Hey, everybody. It is the Swole Patrol Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Mike Catherwood. And Dr. Drew is at Dr. Drew, of course. Join the email list today. Send your questions. DrDrew.com slash contact. And put Swole at the top of the email so we can get your comments. And this will get you a weekly email reminder with a link to this show. And all the great shows that Dr. Drew and I do. And all the shows that Dr. Drew does by himself. And, of course, with Adam Carolla, the great ace man. Please tell a friend and subscribe on iTunes. Don't forget to rate us five stars. And on Podbean or Google Play, all three help us out. We also are on YouTube slash Dr. Drew. And I uh, hope you can give us all your comments, even if they're if you're a troll and you want to destroy our feelings and our emotions. Support our sponsors and the show. Click on the banners on drdrew.com for the links for special discounts for the products Dr. Drew and I endorse 100%. Send questions and comments to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Swole Patrol Podcast, or on Twitter, at Swole Patrol Pod. And uh, be good. Be swole. Hashtag Swole Patrol.